This is the Inspired Wave, Tips for Transformation. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, C.J. Rivard. Join me weekly for this short segment where I'll share an idea or tip that will assist you in your continuing evolution. Because we know nothing changes until we do, but as we evolve, we're each creating a ripple, and together, we're creating waves of inspired change. Today, I'm going to be talking about the number one skill that you can develop, you and everyone else for that matter, can develop to ensure your success in business and in life and your happiness, I should say. Unfortunately, it's not something that most of us are taught in school. And a lot of people assume that it's something you either have or you don't have or they don't think about it at all. And it's honestly something that if everyone focused on it, the world would be such a better place and there would be a lot more happiness and enjoyment of life and effectiveness in business. So what I'm talking about is emotional intelligence. And don't tune me out. I know that that sounds a little dry. And it also gets talked about a lot. I hear the term a lot, but I'm not sure that everyone understands what it is and why it's so important. So today we're going to talk about just quickly what emotional intelligence actually is, why we should care about what our emotional intelligence skill set is, And what are all of the components that go into this overarching umbrella that we call emotional intelligence? So basically, what it involves is our awareness of our own emotions and our ability to regulate them, which is a tough thing for a lot of people. And it also involves our awareness and ability to recognize emotions in others and then use that knowledge to manage those relationships in a productive way. So the interesting thing about this is that most people believe, if they think about it at all, that this is not an area they need to work on, that they actually have very high emotional intelligence, when in fact, 85% of the population could really stand to work on this. And I'll be honest, even if you have very high emotional intelligence, it's probably never going to be perfect. And it's something that you can continue to improve if you practice being aware of where it's at and where you fall short a little bit. So if you think about it, If you work in an office that's just computers and machinery, your day is probably pretty predictable and not nearly as challenging, relatively speaking, as if your day involves working with one or more other people. Because anytime there is more than one person involved, there's opportunity for miscommunication, misunderstandings, different people's perspectives that the other person can't quite grasp or accept. 
There's egos that get involved. There's other people's agendas. And there's emotional reactions to things that may or may not be appropriate or legitimate in the situation. And if you don't have that in your work environment, you're very lucky. And it sounds like a great work environment to be in. But in most places, especially if anyone's new or they don't know each other very well, there can be a lot of drama and dysfunction. What we end up when people don't have high emotional intelligence is lack of productivity and a lot of conflict and breakdowns in the workplace. And this is why it's so important to work on and improve. It's not anyone's fault if it's not developed because nobody talks about that when we're growing up or going to school, right? But it can be developed. And the first place to start is with awareness. And this is why I recommend that everybody start with an emotional intelligence assessment, which gives, it can be just information for each team member, personal information they don't have to share with anyone to open their eyes up about the areas that really are ripe for development and improvement. And it makes their lives easier when they're not flipping their switch every time something upsets them. So ask yourself if you have any triggers. Do you ever get triggered emotionally? And this is not a judgment because, frankly, most people do. Most people have something they can work on in this area, which is why I talk about triggers frequently. We can all relate to it. And it's not a fun place for us to be when we get triggered, right? We don't want to react rather than respond thoughtfully to situations. Now, so just ask yourself if that ever comes up for you. It may not happen in the office, and if it doesn't, good for you. But look beyond the office. Do you get triggered in traffic when somebody cuts you off or in the grocery store line? Do you get triggered when your other half says or does something that you think is not as thoughtful as it should be or something that you take personally? Do you get triggered? Do you react in a way that when you go back and look at it later, you wish you hadn't? Maybe overreact a little bit. This is all a skill that can be learned and it's part of developing your emotional intelligence. So the really great thing about this that a lot of people don't know or understand is that it's not like IQ. You're not just handed this at birth and you're done. Actually, we're not handed anything as far as emotional intelligence goes that's developed at birth. We have emotions, but they're not, you know, our intelligence level to manage it or be aware of it is not developed yet. So it's definitely something that can be made aware of 
and can be improved over time. So quickly, just to give you a definition, emotional intelligence is the practice, okay, practice of recognizing and being aware of emotions in ourselves and others, and using that understanding to manage our own behavior as well as our relationship with others. So basically, all of the technical skills you have and the IQ you have is not nearly as important. And there's studies that back this up, not nearly as important for your success and happiness as your emotional intelligence. So think about the amount of time you may have spent developing your knowledge and technical understanding versus your emotional intelligence. And, you know, it's for most of us, there's a disparity there because emotional intelligence is so much more important for our overall happiness and success. So I encourage you to give it some thought. Another question that comes up, actually, first, I just wanted to share a quote with you. I love this quote from Dale Carnegie. He said that when dealing with people, which is for a lot of us every day, When dealing with people, let us remember that we are not dealing with creatures of logic. We're dealing with creatures of emotion. So think about that. When someone else is confusing you or responding inappropriately or you just can't figure them out, It's because, whether it's them or you or both, it's because we're emotional creatures. And if you can develop your ability to understand empathy, understand what they may be feeling or what their perspective is, it's going to improve your ability to work with them. And that is the idea when people get together. We don't get together because we like or want conflict, right? We get together because we have something we need to do together. And so we want to be productive or because we like spending time together. And so we want a positive relationship. We just don't always nurture that as best as we could because we are getting triggered and reacting rather than responding appropriately to things. So another question that comes up is what exactly makes up, what are the components of emotional intelligence? And I'm going to dig into this further in future videos in more detail, but basically there's four components. Okay, you can break it up into quadrants. Everything concerns either self, our own emotions, or others, social emotions, recognizing it in other people. And then there is the management quadrants. How do we regulate our own emotions or respond to our own emotions? 
versus how do we manage and respond to other people? What are our social skills like? All right. So those are the four quadrants. And there's a lot of different skills that go into those quadrants, which I can break out for you further in the future. But that'll give you a good summary of what is involved and why it really does affect everything we do. So some of the areas that are impacted by our level of emotional intelligence, in case I haven't hit this point home enough, some of the areas that are really impacted are our communication, which is all day, every day, our productivity and performance, as well as team performance, our satisfaction with relationships, hugely affected by emotional intelligence, our leadership. This is why I talk about it so much. Great leaders have very highly developed emotional intelligence. Our customer service and sales, boy, let me tell you, I wish when I was starting out in customer service at 17 or 18, I knew what I know now because we can get some really difficult people in customer service that can really trigger us, right? So having highly developed emotional intelligence is hugely helpful. Conflict management. Conflict is natural. It happens anytime we're not in agreement. That doesn't mean it has to be a negative thing. If the two parties or groups have high emotional intelligence, they can work through it easily. So I mentioned teamwork and then basically our overall effectiveness as an individual and as a team is hugely impacted. It doesn't do any good to have a bunch of people trying to work together who are highly intelligent and very tech savvy. So they have all of the hard skills and they can't communicate and get along with each other. You're not going to get anything done or not anything that involves input from other people. So, all right. So let me know if you have any questions. I'm happy to come back and elaborate on any of this further. And remember that the best place to start is awareness. So reach out to me if you're interested in emotional intelligence assessments, and I'll hook you up. All right. Thanks for listening. If you're like most women, you have a big dream on your heart and really want to make a positive impact in the lives of others. But self-doubt, fear, or other limiting beliefs often get in your way. What many women don't realize is that the one thing that can catapult them forward is deepening their self-love and self-esteem. So I have a free ebook for you that's really going to help you in this area. It's called 30 Days to Deepen Self-Love, and you can download it at the link in our show notes. Enjoy.